welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue to wind down on the trap of victimism. I only have one more tip for you, and I'm not sure how much time it'll take me to go through that tip, but I do want to do the traditional run-through as we end this series with you. So we're going to do that first. Um, And that that is, we started out talking about what is the trap of victimism? What does it mean? And, um, and, And who does it happen to? So we talked about devastating consequences, how we get sucked in unknowingly, those who may be vulnerable to victimism. And then we spent three episodes. Remember, these are all only like seven to eight minutes. They don't take long to get through. Uh, on 14 total questions to assess to discover whether or not you or someone you care about is a a victim of victimism, (laughs) getting caught in that trap. And then we talked about the scorecards. So we actually uh, talked about what, you know, how that measures. So after you took the assessment, how does that, where does that put you in the bracket Uh, in terms of the degree that you may be trapped? So you might want to go back and listen. That was part eight. And then part nine, we talk about methods to help others who are caught in the trap. We talked about psychological realities and insights and then regaining your power to rise above, resisting self-sabotage, inner vows and mistaken beliefs, uh, rewiring thoughts that cause suffering, reframe and rewire daily focus, transforming habits. And then yesterday we talked about the key to taking your life back. And that was a big one. I'd say that was probably one of the biggest ones of this series. So definitely don't miss that one. So let's jump back into this. The final one that I want to talk about today is offering kindness or blessing other people. Now, wait and listen to what I have to say about this because I can't tell you how many times this has been huge in my life and the lives of so many others. When we reach out and try to help somebody else in trouble uh, or encourage someone or bless someone or offer a kind deed, it has this magical way of making us forget about our own problems. In fact, many times we end up seeing that we don't have it as bad as other people. And that's not always true, but it can be. It can be in many cases uh, when we can, you know, uh, discard our own stress for a moment long enough to help someone else. The payback is huge. It's huge. And here's why. Because Just giving back, just the act of giving back or doing a kind deed releases dopamine and serotonin and in some cases even oxytocin. Those are the three positive neurochemicals that are released that give you this really warm, fuzzy feeling that make you feel amazing. And and it's not even really whether they pay you back uh, for what you do or not. It's not even whether they show appreciation. I mean, although that's nice and it can happen and that makes it even better. But even if they don't, just the fact that you did something nice for another person tends to totally relieve the pressure. It's like someone opens the valve of all this pressure that you had, you know, for feeling the victim all the time and just releases all that pressure. And suddenly you, the, the heavy weight that was on you lifts, even if it's for that period of time 
that you're kind or you do a good deed to another person. So a lot of times when I do feel overwhelmed or stressed in any way, I mean, I practice a lot of different things to help with the stress, but we're focusing in on this one thing you can do. I'll just, you know, write a bunch of emails to, or text messages to somebody just to reach out and bless other people. I don't expect to hear back. It's okay if I don't. I'm not upset about that at all. In fact, uh, I don't even keep tabs, <laughs> whether they respond to me or not. I just do it because it makes me feel amazing that I can contribute to someone else and maybe make a difference. And I know the seed is sown, just like when you put a seed in the ground and you don't get to see the harvest for several weeks, months. And in some plants, it's years before you get to see the harvest. But because you put the seed in the ground, you know that some good is going to come out of it eventually. Okay. And even if you don't get to see that good, it's okay. There's just something about taking your mind off of your own problems long enough to help somebody else. It can remove that victim mentality from you. So the more often you can do it, the better. And the more people will start to see you in a different light. Instead of you playing the victim card all the time and looking for sympathy where people want to avoid you, they're going to be instead, their eyebrows are going to raise and they're like, wow, what's what's happening to you? you know, and they're going to want to be around you again. Uh, it's one of the fastest ways to bail out of the victimism uh, situation. It really is. It really, really is. This one is huge. It cannot be undersold in any way. Because people will always, and, I, and this is a quote by Maya Angelou, and I so love this quote. People will, will forget what you said or did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. Okay, and that's, that's one to write down for sure and post it to your, your computer, your, your wall, your, your, your mirror, your wherever, your headboard on your bed, uh, anywhere you can. And I know I'm speaking to a global audience, so that could be anywhere. I mean, truly anywhere. Uh, but it, it's something worth remembering. Okay, so I'm going to say it again. People will forget what you said or did, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. And that was Maya Angelou, an amazing woman who really knew what, what it takes to not be a victim. Many of the most successful people in society today um, I'm not saying all of them because I, as I'd mentioned before, I know a lot of wealthy, wealthy, wealthy people that would consider themselves successful that are miserable and caught up in some kind of victimism somewhere in their lives. And that's sad. That is very sad. So it has nothing to do with wealth or unwealth, but I do believe it has to do with being somebody who's measured as a, a person of good character with a good name. And that, my friends, is what we're striving for, okay? Because that's going to get rid of that victim card the fastest and it's going to reignite or heal relationships that may have been severed as a result of this, all right? So that is that was the biggest one and, and it's the fastest way to get yourself out of your own head and, and, and realize that you can feel good without manipulating another person or trying to get them to feel sorry for you Instead, you can do good to them and it may come back to you in, in immediately or it may come back to you as you continue in that new habit, but it'll eventually come back to you in some way, shape or form, okay? It truly, truly will. All right, so that's all I have. We are at almost eight minutes, so I'm just going to go ahead and close this out. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. We'll be on to a new topic tomorrow. Thank you for joining. <music>